just when you thought it was safe to put your headphones back on. It is safe. That's right. Another week's gone by. I have some new stuff to talk about. I even have some camping gear to talk about. So get your listening shorts on. Find the favorite pair of headphones or speakers you like. Kick back, because here's What the Pat, episode 38. I'll try to have more energy this week. Sometimes I think I'm kind of blah. I don't know, maybe it's because things are going on and you're blah. Lack of energy, I don't know. Could be the heat. I'm not blaming the heat. We can't blame the heat. Because then the heat goes away and you're stuck with winter. And then you're like, where'd the heat go? Because you just keep rambling on. It's a nice warm day. Got the fans going. I'm pretty proud we haven't installed the AC yet this year. That can be a pain. It's a, the weird thing of putting a window unit in because it's so heavy and you're on one side. I did drop one out a window once and that was pretty scary because I'm like, I got this thing. And, you know, I didn't. It's kind of like that person driving down the road, holding onto the mattress on top of the car with the left arm because this thing is not going anywhere. My left arm has got this. (laughs) I don't think you do. I don't think you do. Speaking of your left arm, and I got this. I remember one time in high school, it was it was 10th grade, I'm pretty sure. Could have been 9th, but probably 10th. Uh, me and a group of friends were walking home, and then one of them's brother stopped, and he had a truck, so he picked us up. Of course, we all climb in the back, right? How cool is that? You know, you ride in the back of the truck because it's totally safe. Nothing could go wrong. What could go wrong, Pat? Well... I'm sitting up next to the window along with another buddy and I think I forget one other friend was off to the side I do believe and another was sitting with his back to the tailgate which I don't recommend ever anywho we're cruising along and then we hit this kind of little dip where the back end of the truck does this little hop and we watch our friend fly up in the air and land with his knees on the tailgate he's outside of the truck feet inside of the truck. The three of us jumped, scramble, grab him, and pull him back into the truck. His eyes were bigger than the moon. This was pretty scary because probably could have hurt him severely or, you know, probably killed him. But it was crazy how quick it happened. And, of course, after a little time, we laughed because everybody was okay, and he sat up next to us by the window, and we were grateful to get back home. Because walking was a lot safer. (laughs) So, just... Some words of wisdom there. Lucky is what I call that one. What can you look forward on this episode? Seeing as how I just kind of skipped it and told you a story. I got some stories about my past years growing up. My past. I don't know. That's weird. Kind of weird, huh? About my past. About, I got some childhood memories I'm going to share. How about that? I'd like to share that with you. Uh, What is weird... I don't know what's weird. Why don't you tell me? This is a weird story. Cornflakes were invented. I'll tell you more about that, what that's about. And some fun to do with an octopus and some things that aren't fun to do with an octopus. Story that's kind of neat. Camping gear I'd like to uh, go over because I like to camp. We like to camp. I like gadgets. There's some really cool camping gadgets out there. I do believe I have a listener call in. We'll get to that. And also Urban69, another music review by him. And all of this, of course, you can find in your lovely, consolidated, organized, well, show notes from me. 
What the Pat. I was thinking I could probably call everybody the What the Patters. You know, little pats. No? I don't know. Nobody's told me what to call you yet. How about how about listeners? But that's so bland. Boring. Have I seen more movies with Regal Unlimited? No, not yet. I do have a list brewing. I just haven't had time to do it. Time is time is hard to come by. Especially, like, certain things are in your control. Movies, you're kind of at the, you know, at their control because they have the showtime. Which is nice about streaming if it's streaming, but some stuff isn't streaming that I want to see at the theater. Because that's why I bought Regal Unlimited. Because I do like going to the theater. The theater. I do. I don't even have a good accent to give you. So let's jump into some childhood memory. I'll preface this with, this is probably stuff you shouldn't do. Because that's how my dad always started stories. One time he's talking with his buddies. Of course, I'm sitting there listening. He's telling me all these things he did as a kid and, and all that. Like, I believe Trano and ripping nails in a mason jar. And shake it up and, he, you know, preface with, don't you ever do this. And, and then the one that really stuck in my mind, well, that one stuck in my mind. The other one that stuck in my mind was he turned a BB gun into a shotgun. Huh? <laughs> Apparently, if you find the right size pipe, put a shotgun shell in it, line it up, the BB will hit that you've got a shotgun so I guess it's good for one time shooting then you need another pipe because it kind of messes up the pipe but a whole bunch could go wrong with that really the same with the Drano in a mason jar shake it up why would you that's crazy it could really hurt someone I don't you know it's way back so I know I never did any of that stuff because it's pretty dangerous and I didn't want anybody else to get hurt so just, just like that. I, I listened. You know, I, I enjoyed the stories. And, uh, he, he was pretty crazy as a kid. Did some pretty crazy stuff. My dad. I did too. I mean, who didn't? Some some kids do some crazy stuff. I did learn. So a friend of mine, we were spray painting some stuff. And then I don't know why he did this. He took the top off the spray can. You know, the little red thing you push. And he goes, tss, 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 and you spray. You're like, tss, look, I'm spray painting. And... He looks down at the can, and he sticks a nail in it and shoots spray paint into his eye. So rush him in the house, clean his eyes out. He's good to go. We're laughing pretty good, having a good laugh because he's okay because that's how it works. Do dumb stuff as a kid, get hurt, you laugh. Or end up in the hospital and, you know, other things. So we're laughing, having a good time, and I'm like, man, it was so funny. I couldn't believe it. You took this nail, and I look at the spray paint can. I go, you took the nail, and you did this. (laughs) (laughs) Next thing I know, I'm shooting myself in the eye with spray paint. Rushes me into the house, washes my face out, and then we go back to the garage and we're laughing pretty good. Both of us decided not to show the other what the other did so nobody got sprayed with spray paint again. Apparently, the nail was pretty easy to push in there and shoot you with spray paint in the eye. So, yeah. that And it wasn't Christmas story, so we didn't shoot our eye out. Nope, just got some black spray paint in it. And it, it burns. But it's funny because you can laugh about it. Something else that probably isn't smart to do. You know you're looking at that basketball and you're looking at that baseball bat. And my cousin at the time was like, you don't ever want to hit a basketball with a baseball bat. And I'm like, why? And he's like, well, do it and find out (laughs) instead of telling me. So I toss the basketball up in the air and I wail it with the bat. And that bat comes back at your head so quick. I was... 
actually quick enough at the time to miss the bat hitting me in the head. It's it's a pretty good recoil. So that's something you don't want to do. You could try it. You could see if you could dodge it, but I'm telling you, it's it's pretty crazy. This one's a classic. I was probably seven or eight years old. There was like five or so of us kids. We had a sheet of plywood and we saw these cement stairs that were probably about 10, eight, 10 stairs. And we thought, how cool would it to be sit on this piece of plywood and ride it down the stairs? I remember couple on the back and then we start loading on the front and then we're teetering and teetering. It's like a roller coaster at the top where you just kind of wait. And then as soon as it leaned forward, that had to have been the quickest, scariest, most fucked up. <laughs> I mean, it was like a bolt of lightning. I, I can't believe none of us got hit, hurt. It, that, that piece of plywood slid so fast down them stairs, you didn't even know what hit you when you got to the bottom. And there was some pretty good silence at the end because we're all checking to make sure we're all okay. So, uh, yeah, don't do that one. Don't ride. Well, if you're padded, no, I don't suggest it. So if you see your kids, like the cardboard on the carpeted steps in the house or a pillow, fun. This, this was like we hit hyperspace and just went. It was, it was great. We did, it took us a little longer to laugh at that one because we were still pretty amazed none of us got hurt. Could have broken some good bones in that one. And knock on wood, I'm knocking on wood. God, knock, knock. I haven't broken any bones in my life yet. Um, and then, because uh, cause my dad was, he's crafty. Welder by trade, can make some really cool stuff. Great with, en with engines. And, and one time he, I was probably seven or eight when he built these little mini bikes with lawnmower engines. Um, and the frame, and they were small. I mean, these were mini bikes. Like we called them a tote goat, I guess. So he had, he had built, he took two or three and made a three wheeler, and it was cool, and it zipped, and it didn't have brakes because you're just supposed to let off the gas, and then it just pretty stops pretty good. So I remember one time we lived in this apartment complex that. They were more like houses instead of apartments. They're all single level and stuff. And there was a little area kids could play, you know, a little grassy area. The apartments were around it. So we'd take it there and ride it in circles. And I remember one time I hit the gas so hard, I freaked out, went up on a little hill, and, and didn't let go of the gas and went right between our neighbor's two cars. And, like, it stopped me pretty good. And it didn't scratch him too bad, but that was pretty funny. I don't know why he didn't. I think he had trouble putting brakes on I think he figured out a little bit later how to put brakes on it. Another time we were tooling around on just the mini bike and the muffler fell off. Again, I'm young. I have no idea a muffler's hot. The muffler falls off. I hop off. I run back before he can go, no. <laughs> My thumbprint's on the muffler and I'm a little dazed and confused about what just happened and why that was hot. And he's like, guess you learned. So from that day forward, I've learned. Mufflers are hot after they've been running for a bit. All of the, look at all this knowledge you're getting today. Things, you, and again, you don't you don't want to do. I mean, if you want to go pick up a hot muffler, go for it. See how much more fun this was than eating Tide Pods. I would never have thought, wow, this is so beautiful, purpley, cool. I'm going to eat it. No, nope. Because chemicals, when I was growing up, I'm sure some of you were probably about the same age. They were chemicals. 
Mr. Yuck, the poison sticker. I don't know how many people knew Mr. Yuck. I always thought they were cool stickers because, well, I didn't eat or drink the poison. Just the Kool-Aid. Just the Kool-Aid. Plus, growing up during the time of having Evil Knievel as your idol was pretty tough, too, because he, he set a high, high standard on stunts. <laughs> I remember setting up cinder blocks and pieces of plywood and and jumping I never did I probably would do the one cinder block or two because well I didn't trust my bike enough plus you know pavement and all of that but there were some neighbor kids around that were doing some crazy stuff of course some of us would egg them on because they were the daredevil of the you know of the complex and you, you want to see them do it because they always did pretty good and if they got hurt they, they bounced back yeah this was during the time you'd be Jumping your bike like Evil Knievel, Ice Cream Man coming around with the music, running home, getting the money, going to get yourself a little push-up, pop-up thingy or whatever. Yeah. Evil Knievel, what a, wow. There's a great documentary on, uh, I think it was Netflix. Uh, Johnny Knoxville was the uh, narrator. It's a good one. I can't remember, but I bet you could check Netflix for it. Enough about daredevils and stuff like that and growing up stories. I don't want to bore you. Try to make it fun. It should. You should be laughing. Because if you're like, man, this drags out. I don't want it to drag out. I want, I want cool stuff. My wife actually found this article this morning, which is pretty funny. I was like, what? She even asked a good old Google because she must have saw something somewhere that piqued her interest. So I bet you're wondering why cornflakes were made. Well, let me tell you, they were part of an anti-masturbation crusade. <laughs> I don't know what says stop masturbating more than anything than like a good bowl of cornflakes. It was the 18th and 19th centuries. The Western world worked itself up into a mass hissy fit over the idea of people touching themselves. Judeo-Christian tradition had already been damning masturbation of a misuse of sexuality for ages. So, I don't want to read the whole article because it'll be in the, in the show notes for you. Um, Kellogg's was like, hey, we might have a cure. That cure is cornflakes. Kellogg's solution to all this suffering, is it suffering? I don't know, was a healthy diet. He thought meat and certain flavorful or seasoned foods increased the sexual desire. The plainer the food, especially cereals and nuts, could curb it. So, while working as a superintendent at Michigan's Battle Creek Sanitarium, he hit upon a few different healthy eating ideas. Two became breakfast staples, and one thankfully didn't. I'm not sure what the thankfully didn't was. <laughs> I don't see it in the article. But, yeah, there you go. A little, uh cornflakes and uh, you're done touching yourself simple have some breakfast kids and now I bet next time you go to the grocery store you're gonna look at cornflakes a little bit different the other crazy story I don't know if it's too crazy but there was this gal she was bored I believe she was uh, here let's pull up the link and see what it says come along with me for this ride so I get it straight so I just don't fill you full of uh, you know, nonsense here. No. She was hospitalized after 
the octopus she put on her face. Yes, on her, she put the octopus on her face for a photo contest. Uh, injected her with venom. One, I don't know about you. When I look at an octopus, I never think, damn, I want to put that on my face. That would make for a great photo. I've never been that poor. And you're, I'm talking riding a sheet of plywood down cement steps. They're talking putting an octopus on your face. So, yeah, I, you know, plus the suction cups. Let alone would I ever be thinking about getting bitten and injecting the venom. So, this happened in uh, Washington State. And she's taking the hospital. She's doing better now, but they said it takes a while for it to, to heal itself. So the swelling could come and go for months. And there's been no word on whether or not she won that contest. I, I don't know if she should win the contest for not thinking good on this. You know, but she got bored. Hey, let me, hey, that's a cool octopus. Let me stick it on my face. No, no, it. Do you ever look at a porcupine and go, hey, let me make a fake beard out of this porcupine. Let me just hold it up and take my photo. You, you don't think that. I was trying to think of some other animals. that. <laughs> hey, look at this eagle on my back. I got wings. Kaka! Kaka! Now that doesn't work. So just, you know, do smart things and think things through before just slapping stuff on your face. That's, I think, the moral of the story. You could pick up an octopus probably but they are they can be pretty uh i don't want to say vicious but they can they can put up a good fight you know it's like crabs how many times are you like hey i'm just gonna pick this crab up and hold it by the pincher let it pinch me hey little pinchy pinchy i know i know not everybody makes the best judgment calls i've made some poor judgment calls in my past i brought a few up Here's a hot tip. That muffler's hot when it's hot, and it'll burn you. Enough about the muffler. Enough about that. Let's go camping. Everybody likes to go camping. Not everybody, but some do. That's the intro song. I know I said I would sing, but I'm singing. So, um, yeah, because we're distracted, and when you're distracted, you're a little off base. So, yes, I have an RV, or we have an RV, which is great. She's 24 feet. We call her Willow. The four dogs and us fit in there nicely. It can be tight at times, depending on how things are set up. Overall, we love it. It's a bit big for some places that we want to go. So that's why we got the ProMaster City. Smaller van, fits all of us in there nicely. It's a nice little cargo van. As I said, I plan on doing some DIY stuff to it to make it fit our needs. Plus, we can go to different places and go and explore with all four dogs. And now we have a tent that can attach to the back to give us more room once we get to where we're getting to. Is it ideal? Not really. But is it fitting our needs? I would say yes, because the non-ideal part is if you need to get out of Dodge real quick, you have to detach from the tent, get it all torn up, you know, tore down, put away and all that. So, you know, it, it, it fits the need because it gives us that much more room. I picked up the right line gear SUV tent. The link will be in the show notes. I'm in a ProMaster City group on Facebook 
and I saw a guy with one of these and his setup looked really sweet and said it was easy to set up. I set it up the day I got it after we got back from doing our very first adventure with all four dogs in the van. Two of them are loose, Cody and Forrest, they're the larger of the two, and Odin and Bernie were put into crates to make it a little safer. We would like the bigger ones to be in crates, but it feels like it'd be a little cramped for them, and if we got in an accident, it would really suck for everybody, because an 80-pound dog times two flying around could really kill you or hurt them, and so on and so forth. So if you can, crate your dog in the car, or at least use the seatbelts to help keep everybody safe. Just my little safety tip. Anyway, the Rightline Gear Tent. This thing is well-built, roomy, and very easy to set up. I was, I was beyond impressed with this thing. After our first adventure, I got home, drove out to our backfield, and proceeded to set it up. This was around 7.30 at night, so it wasn't dark yet. I opened it all up, started putting it all together. It's got three poles you put in, and then you start attaching to the vehicle. I didn't know, because I was in a hurry and did the search quick, that the instructions are right in the the storage bag attached to it so what I'm saying is I set it up without even reading the directions it's that dead simple it attached nicely to the van there's a couple drawbacks I'll get to in a minute but I didn't stake it down because we figured it was it was nice out it wasn't going anywhere and that you know tomorrow the following day I would do finish everything up when I could see so got it all set up the dogs got to sleep in the back of the van Cody and Forrest, the bigger two, and then the little one sleep with Allison and I. It fit a full-size memory foam mattress on the floor of the tent with still plenty of room. Because later on in the night, Cody came down and slept with us on the dog bed next to the bed. There's that much room for it. You can stand up in this thing with ease. It's probably a, a six-foot-plus person could stand no problem. You could make it your living room and sleep in the back of the van. And this looks like it attaches to all kinds of different vehicles. If I had my Scion still, it would work perfectly with that. It should work no problem with our Honda Element. And even a hatchback car, I could see where it would come in handy because it gives you that more room. Some people are like, why wouldn't you just set up a tent separate from? Well, this is cool because it gives you more space and you can still access everything. Versus getting out of the tent, going to the car, so on and so forth. So... It really is cool, and it's well-built. It's it's tough. I tugged on it hard. Put the stakes in and got everything set up. And the big front door, um, the first night sleeping in it, the clouds in the sky were just gorgeous, and you could just look right out, even with the rain fly on, and not have your view obstructed. It was very cool. Again, link in the show notes, and it's worth checking out if you ever thought about car camping couple drawbacks and it's only at fault this first one is at fault just because of the van is the with the doors open because they have to be open to do some attaching and stuff plus go in and out <laughs> the bigger door is in the way but it's easy to get over and just it's hard to move around a little bit but i think if we were sleeping in the back it'd be a little easier if that were kind of our living room and it would make for a great screen room too the other drawback is the front door it doesn't unzip at the bottom, so it zips around and lays on the ground. I prefer if you could unzip 
and not have to worry about tripping on that area or if the door went off to the left or the right would make things a little easier. But those are just my little nitpicky things that I found I didn't care for. And could probably go for a couple more pouches to put your gear inside because there's one on one side by my bed and the other is way off in the corner and it's hard to get to. It's tucked in. This also seals up nicely. We had a couple bugs inside of mosquitoes, but overall with all the mosquitoes that were outside, we didn't have any bug issues sleeping through the night because that sucks. You can't sleep with mosquitoes buzzing you constantly. I would recommend this. I give it a four out of five stars just because of my couple things that I didn't like, and the price point was right too. Check it out. It's worth checking out. They also have some other tents on their website too, rightlinegear.com. Again, a great tent. I'll let you know as I progress and use it and stuff. I haven't packed it up yet to see how well it packs back into the bag, which you know that can be an issue. Next up is working on the interior of the van and getting it set up. Uh, it's coming along nicely. I want to kind of wait on some things just because I don't want to jump the gun and get things built and then realize it's not going to work. So I want to take my time on it, and I'll keep you updated as the progress progresses along with that vanny van. And one more thing on the tech side. I know I've bragged about it and talked about it, but this GoPro Fusion is very cool. I am very happy with this purchase. I really like that you can control it with your voice because that has come in handy a lot. What a great feature that I never thought I'd really use that I've used a lot. And they're actually coming out with a new one, and I cannot recall the name of it, but it looks fairly similar, and it's actually going to have a screen. But I'm sure it's probably going to be like $700. 360 stuff is growing and I can actually I haven't been able to get it up yet but I think thank you for the jokes uh, I can use some of my videos that I shoot for Google Streets and whatnot like Street View I have one submitted fingers crossed it gets approved that'd be kind of neat be like hey I did that video which is really cool if you think about it because all of the technology if you've ever seen one of the GPS uh, cars that they drive around like Garmin and whatnot all that gear they have on the roof just to capture street view and all that and now it's pocket-sized little camera that that they can implement in you really cool I always wondered if that would be a cool job driving around mapping the street it probably could get pretty boring then again you probably see some neat stuff because people are like hey let's stage this cool photo because they're gonna capture us and you'll see us on Google Streets and as we drive down the street, our current viewing pleasures have been Sugar Rush. It's two seasons. It's on Netflix. It is a really cool show that I got sucked into more than I thought I would. That's over with. Fear the Walking Dead is back. We haven't caught up on that yet, so hope to catch up on that soon. Alone has one more episode, I believe, which we uh, should be on deck to watch. I'm, I'm not sure. I have to look at my schedule and see and Mindhunter is back season two on Netflix if you didn't watch the first season well lucky you now you can get two seasons first season was great and I'm happy there's a second season so that's on our list and I do believe we have quite a few other shows I'd still want to see the HBO Chernobyl series haven't made it to that yet so if you've seen that I haven't so way to go while we're on the topic of Let's shift topics. We're headed over. That was my TV topic. I haven't seen any movies, so sorry about that. I know. Regal Unlimited, you'd be like, Pat, you should be every day watching a movie. So many I want to see. So many. 
But now, why don't we head over to the phone line? Marissa called in. She's like, how do I do this? Next thing I know, flim, bam, boom. She called in. Let's head on over to the phones. Hey, what the pat? This is Marissa calling in. Just calling to say, hey, doing an awesome job. Loved episode 37 because Tombstone absolutely rocks. Keep up the good work. Bye. Thanks for calling in, Marissa. I appreciate it. And I appreciate you being a longtime listener and first-time caller. And I said it. Yes, I did. Ow. Now, let's go to, hey, stumble on our words is what we're going to do. This is what I got for you. Ha ha, no fur. How about we head on to our, we got to pay the bills here. So let's go to our non-sponsor. Not a sponsor. There's just one schlitz, yeah, yeah, nothing else comes near. When you're out of schlitz, you're out of beer. Thanks, Schlitz, for uh, not sponsoring me. Appreciate it. <laughs> I was looking for that in the store the other day to see if they still had it. And, uh, I didn't see it. I don't know if you've ever had it. Malt liquor. It's got the bowl on the can. Have you ever checked it? Ah, enough about beer. What goes hand in hand with beer? Music. Rock and roll. How about we head on over to Urban69 on Instagram and check out his, well, it's not his latest. It's just in a list. I pick randomly in, in my moods and how I'm feeling. And this week it is Bonham's Disregard of Timekeeping. I got excited when I first saw this album come out, and I had heard actually the first single off it, which was Wait For You, I do believe. Maybe it was Bringing Me Down. I can't remember it was that long ago. Anyway, one of the songs I heard off it, I was like, damn, I love it. Plus, who is Bonham? Yes, the son of the late, great John Bonham. And as you all know, Led Zeppelin is my all-time favorite group of all time, ever. Better than the Beatles. Yeah. The Beatles are okay. I'll give, them, I'll give them okay. And we're not talking about the Beatles. We're talking about Bonham. This was his, I think this was his first band. Maybe not his first band. Anyway, the point is, I really enjoyed the CD. I didn't have trouble listening to it. It wasn't a hard listen. It, it was a decent CD. I and plus, at the time, getting new music was a little harder and all that because, you know, mainstream and stuff. You had the radio and everything. So this 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 filled a void for me. Plus, he's an amazing drummer. And the band is really good. I just feel it was missing a few things. But overall, loved it. Picked up the second disc and so on and so forth. Anyway, what I want to do is jump into the review by Urban69, whom 
you should be following on Instagram if you love music. He covers more than just rock. He covers a big spectrum of different stuff. And they're always great to read. Comments are always great. He'll even shoot you a comment back if you comment and so on and so forth. And there we go. And here we go. Anyway, let's jump into it. I bought Bonham's The Disregard of Timekeeping back when it was first released. But I was only listening to the two songs Wait For You and Bringing Me Down. So I ended up recording those on a mixtape and getting rid of the CD. Years later, while in recovery mode, I bought it back to give it another shot. I'm still not in love with this record, but I can listen to it all the way through without feeling the need to shut it off, so that must say something about it. Tunes like Guilty and Cross Me and See have now resonated with me, and I consider them equally as good as the first two songs I like. But the remainder of the disc still tends to slip into the background. I don't think I would ever call this record essential to a casual 80s rock fan, but if you're a diehard hair metal guy like myself, it's worthy of having around. Disc number 1,377 in my CD collection isn't the greatest thing since sliced bread, but it's got some good stuff on it and is worth the occasional spin. Thanks again, Urban69, for letting me use your reviews. Always appreciative and always love reading them. If you have any music out there you feel I should listen to, let me know. I'm always up for giving it a shot, and I'll let you know if I could get through it or not. I'll be honest. I mean, some stuff resonates, some stuff doesn't. That's just how it goes. Tech, too. If you got some tech stuff, camping stuff, share it all. You know how to get a hold of me. The website, whatthepat.com. Email whatthepatpodcast at gmail.com. Facebook, slash whatthepatpodcast. Instagram, yep, it's still there. I post occasionally. Try to keep up on that, you know, because they did give it back, so why would I neglect, you know, I'm not going to be bitter. No bitter beer face. Remember that commercial? Anyway, we're not talking about that. <laughs> and uh, my boys, Discord Accords, give them a listen. Um, Jonathan, I'm happy that you didn't give me a voicemail this week because I was on pressure with that last one. Actually, I'm kidding. I was actually looking forward to another question because you, you pushed me to, to pull those three out. Just don't ask me, you know, desert island music. That could be, that could be tough. Depend on which day you catch me and everything. And a little shout out to Tolly. He's a guy I can ask questions to sometimes when I'm looking at something. He has a one wheel and they just came out with the pint, which I was like, hey, that's not too bad of a price. Plus what I like about one wheel is it's on-road or off-road. I know I have an electric bike, but the one wheel is better than the skateboard I have just because of the dual purpose there, on-road, off-road type stuff you can do. And I thought it would be kind of cool to have in the van to go, you know, hit some dirt roads and go do stuff. But I, the range and the charge time or how long the battery lasts just didn't resonate well. It didn't seem like you could get a lot in for what you're getting for the price. But I do appreciate the feedback and everything because it's nice to know when someone has something you can ask questions and find out about it. But they keep putting out great products and the longer you wait, things get better, right? Plus my bike is hard honking huge i gotta figure out how to bring it with whether i'm going with the hitch because you can't get it inside with the four dogs and all of that and one last note mule sauce it's amazing stickermule.com go check it out fabulous on pizza fabulous in salads and i'm still loving this sauce that's enough food talk and everything else in fact i think i'm wrapping this road show up and getting out of here 
It's still a beautiful day. The rain hasn't come yet because we're expecting thunderstorms. Who knows, maybe when you're listening to this, it'll be summer again because you're that far behind. Catch up, people. Catch up. I'm out. I appreciate you listening. As always, what the patters, I'll catch you again either in a few minutes because you're behind or in another week. Till then, yin and yang it. Later. Jonathan, the answer to that question, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Can, Spider-Man, 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 I am Paticus, sick it, I may out.